0: party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man Benz for Realwood. Thinking out loud. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everybody's doing good, and that's for real. Salute. What's up? That's that Harlem thing. Yo. It was an incident at an airport in Russia. Pro-Palestinian rioters stormed Russian airport, flooded the runways looking for Israeli flights. A small number of Jews were reportedly isolated at the airport. A group of protesters in southwestern Russia flooded an airport while chanting anti-Israeli remarks on Sunday night, reportedly searching for passengers from a flight that departed from Tel Aviv. The airport, which is in the city of Makhashkala in the Republic of Dagestan, closed after rioters began flooding the runway. According to Russian aviation authorities, go by the name of, I don't even know how to say, Rosa Vyacha. Rosa Vyacha reported that all aircraft headed towards Makhashkala were diverted. Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation reporter. Amachi Stein said that a small number of Jews and Israelis were isolated, isolated at the airport during the protests. Riders were heard yelling Alak Akbar and anti-Semitic slogans. The foreign ministry in Jerusalem told Reuters that an Israeli ambassador in Russia was working with authorities to protect the Israelis in that region. The state of Israel views gravely attempts to harm Israeli citizens and Jews anywhere. The statement read, Israel expects the Russian law enforcement authorities to safeguard all Israeli citizens and Jews, whoever they may be, and to take robust action against the rioters and against the unbridled incitement being directed at Jews and Israelis. The majority of residents in Dagestan are Muslim, Jews are a minority group in Russia with only around 83,000 Jews residing in the entire country, all right? About 83,000 Jews. Foreign affairs expert Rebecca Kofler told news sources that the situation could be a big problem for Putin if the protests of the protests are not contained. Many local Muslims are radicalized. As a result of suppression of religion during Soviet times, having learned the extremist version of Islam outside of Russia, kofler explained. All right, Putin brutally fought two wars in che- Chechnya, having obliterated it in order to exterminate Islamic extre- extremism. All right, so... All right, so many local Muslims are radicalized as a result of suppression of religion during Soviet times, having learned the extremist version of Islam outside of Russia, um, the um, Kafla explained. But Putin brutally fought two wars in Chechnya, having obliterated it in order to exterminate Islamic extrism, extremism. I forgot how you say that. It is terrifying to think what could be happening to Russia, Jews again. For 20 years, Putin has pursued largely a pro-Jewish, pro-Israel policies. If he if he doesn't do it right, this will spill over and destabilize Muslim populated regions in Russia. and may even spark terrorism in bigger cities again, she added. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky condemned the riots on Sunday night, calling them appalling and accusing Russian officials of being hateful towards Jews. This is not an isolated incident in Maka Hashkala, but rather part of Russia's widespread culture of hatred toward other nations, which is propagated by state television, pundits, and authorities, he wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. The Russian foreign minister has made a series of anti-Semitic remarks in the last year. The Russian president also used anti-Semitic slurs. The Ukrainian leader explained, for Russian propaganda talking heads on official television, hate rhetoric is routine. Even the most recent Middle East escalation prompted anti-Semitic statements from Russian ideologists. Mm -hmm. So I got to put that one out there. So it was an incident at the airport in Russia, in Southwest Russia all right southwestern russia they flooded the airport while chanting anti-israeli remarks on sunday night reportedly searching for passengers from a flight that departed from tel aviv the airport which is in the city of makhashkala in the republic of dagestan closed after rioters began it closed after riot rioters began flooding the heart runway According to Russian Aviation Authority named Rosa Vallisda, I can't even say it. I'm not Russian. You already know that. All right. Rosa Vallisda reported that all aircraft headed towards Makhashkala were diverted. Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation reporter Amachi Stein said that a small number of Jews and Israelis were isolated at the airport during the protests. Rioters were heard yelling Allah Akbar and anti-Semitic slogans. The foreign ministry in Jerusalem told Reuters that an Israeli ambassador in Russia was working with authorities to protect the Israelis in this region. Yes, sir, the statement of Israel views gravely attempts to harm Israeli citizens and Jews anywhere, all right? The state of Israel views gravely attempts to harm Israeli citizens and Jews anywhere. They don't... They're making sure that the Jews and Israelis, you know, citizens that live in other countries, they are saying telling the authorities in the other countries make sure that you protect our people that's what they're basically saying the statement read Israel expects that the Russian law enforcement authorities to safeguard all Israeli citizens and Jews whoever they may be and to take robust action against the rioters and against the unbridled incitement being directed at the Jews and Israelis alright back to Israel all right. Let me talk about that real quick. You know, these people are fighting over land. I was trying to learn as much as I can about the situation over there with Hamas and Israel and stuff. These people are fighting about land. They're trying to take the land back that Israel because Israel expanded over the last 30 to 40 years. They expanded. The country is big. The country look good it looked good just like america look real nice built up buildings and stuff like that you have christians you have jewish people and you have muslim people living all in one city like jerusalem for instance you see what i'm saying so you know i've been doing my research trying to figure everything out so i could i could say the right stuff because i don't want to misinform anybody all right but i still might get attacked i still might get hit with, you know, hateful things on my comments, but I'm trying my best to unite the people because I don't like war. The biggest enemy here in this situation is war itself. All right, I'm gonna keep it moving with some more news. You already know what time it is. This is your man, Benz Pharrell. You know, we're thinking out loud. We gotta get you people to think out loud so we can come up with a solution. All right, like I said, I'm gonna say it again. The biggest enemy here is war itself. You know but there's people out here they don't give a damn they're all about fighting they're all about co- causing chaos you know there's certain people who doesn't even recognize another country as a state and they stand on it and they don't give a shit you know when they could have simply resolved their own differences with, with, with a settlement of negotiations all right it's basically over land all right so let me keep it moving all right uh indianapolis um uh, one dead eight others are injured in the shooting at a large party in indianapolis indiana all non victims are between 16 to 22 years old all right one person is dead and eight others are injured after a shooting at a large party in indianapolis indiana early sunday morning police says all non victims are between 16 to 22 years old Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Officer, Simone Barris stated, the conditions of those who are injured remain unknown, according to police. After 12 midnight, police responded to reports of a large party at the scene. Officers heard shots fired and witnessed a large crowd fleeing the area. According to Barris, one woman, who authorities believe was an adult was pronounced dead at the scene. Several of those who were injured were transported to local hospitals via private transportation. Several people are in police custody at this time. Barrett said, adding, that multiple weapons were also recovered and then authorities are early in their investigation and more information is expected. I was talking about this in the last episode, the last segment that I did earlier, that... Uh, I ain't going to get nothing but reports Just like this Right Had one in East Atlanta Remember that one Had one uh, I think one was in uh, Harris County I don't remember the other ones I think something happened in Orlando Where I think two people died And 18 was injured Trying to remember everything This This happens all the time All of the time I'm sorry. Um, and then I'm watching Chicago. They just scored. Uh, it's 13-30 to 30 with the LA Chargers. All right. Both of them, both uh, teams have, you know, mediocre records. You know, Chicago Bears are 2-5 in their goddamn season record. And got goddamn Los Angeles Chargers are 2-4 in their season record. So they're not doing too well. You know, I'll be talking about sports a little bit. Just a little dash of it, though. All right. We're going to keep it moving, all right? So, a lady died in this and eight others injured in a large party in Indianapolis, Indiana. All of the um, victims are between 16 to 22 years old, all right? So, we're going to keep it moving, all right? So, let's uh, Chicago lost this game. The game is over. There's only thirty seconds left. Ain't nothing they're gonna do in the fourth quarter. So anyway, Chicago. I told you guys, these are only stories I'm gonna get. Gun violence. Mass shooting at a Halloween party in Chicago's west side. Leaves about fifteen people wounded. The suspect is in custody. A suspect is in custody following a mass shooting at a Halloween party that left 15 people wounded in Chicago's North Lawndale neighborhood early Sunday morning. Just after one in the morning, police responded to a report of shots fired at the 1200 block of South Pulaski Road outside Studio 1258. When officers arrived at the scene, they were told by witnesses that the shooter fled the scene and in which direction he went. Officers located the suspect in the 4000 block of 14th Street and took him into custody. Police said a handgun was found in his possession. The victim's six women and nine men ranged in the age from 26 to 53 years old, according to police. About 100 people were attending the Halloween party when gunfire rang out. A 26-year-old woman is in critical condition with gunshot wounds to the hip and buttocks. And a 48-year-old man is in critical condition with several gunshot wounds. 13 others were wounded by gunfire but are listed in good to fair condition. Police say witnesses told responding officers that the suspect was kicked out of the party and came back minutes later with a gun and started shooting. I don't know whether to scream or cry. We shouldn't be out here on a Sunday because 15 victims lay in the hospital. I don't even know what this lady was trying to say. This lady, she's speaking kind of messed up because I'm looking at how, how she said it. This is what she was trying to say. She, We shouldn't be out here on a Sunday because 15 victims lay in the hospital because they were shot, because someone couldn't get back into a party. When does this end? When, this, when does the fight stop fighting one another? When does the fight stop fighting one another? Said Al Monique Scott, 24th Ward. All right. The location where the party took place has a history of throwing unlicensed events, according to the police. Authorities are now working to shut down the establishment. They are currently licensed as an art gallery. Community leaders, including multiple city council members, joined police at the scene in Lawndale. Back in July, nine people were shot. Eight of them were women, including 21-year-old Kenesha Gaines, a mother of two who was killed. This Halloween weekend alone, 11 people were killed and 12 mass shootings across the country. The city is now opening an emergency assistance center to support victims, their families, and the communi- community through this time. All right, the emergency assistance center will open this coming Tuesday from 12 uh, to 7 p.m. At Yemen, at Yemen, located at 1241 South Pulaski, The suspect has not been charged yet. The investigation is ongoing. Mayor Brandon Johnson released a statement saying in part, As with all acts of gun violence in our city, my heart is with the victims, families, and the communities that's impacted. The Community Safety Coordination Center will ensure that victims and survivors have the resources they need to address trauma. And my office will continue to immobilize the full force of government in working with city agencies, community-based partners, faith leaders, and others to reduce the number of guns on Chicago's streets and bring safety to our neighborhoods and families. Sadly, mass casualties events like these are not exclusive to the city of Chicago. This Halloween weekend alone, 11 people were killed and 12 mass shootings across the country from Tampa to Texarkana. This comes on the heels of last week's devastating mass shooting in the state of Maine. The proliferation of high-powered artillery is tearing the fabric of our nation. And as long as I am mayor, Chicago will continue to lead the call for common-sense gun reform to bring safety to all communities. All right, that's what the mayor said. Uh, Yeah, that's all I've been talking about For the last couple of days And I anticipated all of this Which is sad for me to say And I'm sad that I'm saying it But I knew this was going to happen I was just sitting here waiting for all of the events to happen Alright And then I got something more uh, Some more stuff to give to you a Chicago woman found guilty in a barbaric execution-style murder of of a Naperville man, all right? So Naperville, Illinois, a Chicago woman has been found guilty for her role in this barbaric execution-style murder of a Naperville man back in 2018. It took a jury about 90 minutes to reach the verdict for the 43-year-old Candace Jones. On January 18, 2018, Naperville police responded to a whispering hills drive for a report of a missing man identified as 20-year-old Michael Armandez who was last seen around 9:30 p.m. on January 14th. Prosecutors say Armandez received a Snapchat message from one of Jones' co-defendants, 26-year-old Cassandra Green of Rockford, Illinois. At about 9.11 p.m. on January 14th, after receiving that message, it's alleged that Amanda Rez left his apartment and got into a vehicle driven by Mr. Green. I mean, Miss Green. Um, Excuse me. Cassandra Green. Five minutes later, prosecutors say 27-year-old Ernest Collins came out of hiding in the back of the vehicle and shot Amanda Rez twice in the back of the head. Collins and Green then took Amanda's body to Chicago where they stuffed it in a garbage can and placed it and placed the bin in Collins' mother's garage. Prosecutor says Collins' mother is Candace Jones. Then, at some point, the garbage can was moved to the garage of a vacant home next to Candace Jones' home. According to prosecutors, Collins and Green also took Amanda's Armanderez's apartment keys and burglarized his home the day after the murder. Armanderez's body was discovered in the vacant garage several months later. A month after the murder, all three suspects were taken into custody. This evening, a jury found Candace Jones, the last of the three defendants charged in the murder of Michael Armanderez, guilty of first-degree murder, DuPage County State's attorney Robert Berlin stating guilty verdicts however cannot bring back michael to those who loved him the most this diabolical plot devised by candace jones ernest collins and cassandra green and the execution of that plot left a void in the lives of michael's surviving family and friends that will never be filled i wish them strength as they continue their lives having replaced michael's presence with just his memories all right, Jones is due back in court on December 18th. She faces up to 75 years in prison. Collins is going back to court on November 29th and faces up to life in prison. And Green is due in court on November 13th. I don't know what he facing, all right? This is sickening, man. Chicago woman has been found guilty for her role in the barbaric execution-style murder of a Naperville man in, back in 2018. It took the jury about 90 minutes to reach the verdict for the 43-year-old Candace Jones. On January 18, 2018, Naperville police responded to a whisper in Hills Drive for a report of a missing man identified as 20-year-old Michael Amandarez who was last seen around 9.30 p.m. on January 14th. Prosecutors say Amanda Rez received a Snapchat message from one of Jones' co-defendants, 26-year-old Cassandra Green of Rockford, Illinois. At about 9.11 p.m. on January 14th, after receiving that message, it's alleged that Amanda Rez left his apartment and got into a vehicle driven by Green, Cassandra Green, that is. Five minutes later, prosecutors say 27-year-old Ernest Collins came out of the hiding, came out of hiding in the back of the vehicle and shot Amanda Rez twice in the back of the head. All right? Sometimes I have to read it twice just so I could let y'all people know all of the details, you know? And I know I'm doing a good job at it. Just look at my, anal- my analytics, you know? It's crazy, though. And then... Um, Candace Jones like there's a picture of her Candace Jones like she got this tattoo in the middle of her face she look real stupid I don't even know if she do like voodoo or something like that she probably like a witch doctor or some shit like that she probably is into some stuff that I can't it's inexplicable I don't know nothing about voodoo or, or witches and stuff but I heard about it And I had people talk to me about it. So there's probably some type of truth to it, right? So she got this crazy tattoo in the middle of her head. It's like an eye with a peacock type thing. It's in the middle. It's right in the middle of her face. You know, if I was on uh, YouTube or on the TikTok, I don't know. I'm probably going to post this on the TikTok. I should, right? Uh, I don't know how I'm going to post it. Uh, There's a way I should post this shit. I'm trying to think how should I post it on TikTok. Ernest Collins, his girlfriend Cassandra Green, and his mother Candace Jones are accused of of the murder of Michael Amanda Rez. Whose body was found in the garbage can. Uh, I got to put it like that or something and type this shit in. All right, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it. Like that, but I gotta put all of the details. I don't even feel like doing all of that, and hope hopefully Neighborhood Talk will do it for me, and then I'll repost it if they do it because they usually be catching these type of stories. You know, sometimes I catch the stories before them, sometimes they catch the stories before I do. You know what I'm saying? It's like a back and forth thing. But I fuck with Neighborhood Talk and got there on site, and uh, there's a whole bunch of media sites that I mess with. There's thousands of them. You know, but it like she looked crazy. That's what I'm trying to think. Like I'm looking at the Candace Jones character, lady. She looked like she's into s- something. Like she does something. Like she does some type of religious cult or some shit like that. She's she's like the leader of this whole uh, killing right here. Mhm. And this girl, I think this is her daughter, Cassandra Green. Cassandra Green, yeah. That's her daughter. That is her daughter. Okay. Driven by Green. Five minutes later, prosecutors say 27-year-old Ernest, 27-year-old Ernest Collins came out of hiding in the back of the car and shot Amanda Riz twice in the back of the head. Collins and Green then took Amanda Riz's body to Chicago where they stuffed it in a garbage can and placed the bin in Collins' mother's garage. Prosecutor said, "Collins' mother is Jones. Okay, Collins. Who's Collins? Ernest Collins. Oh, and then the, the white girl that's Collins' girlfriend. Okay, okay. Ernest Collins. That and and then um, uh, Candace Jones. That's Ern- That's the mother of Erland Collins. And his girlfriend is Cassandra Green. All right." But I'm trying to show you something. Goddamn, Candace Jones, she look like she's into something, like she's into some type of witchcraft or some shit like that. See what I'm saying? Like she's into like because you can see it. I can see she got this crazy tattoo. It's not no gang tattoo or of a way of life of tattoo. Nah, she's into something. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like the mark of the beast. Like the like the um Bible scriptures were um described you know what I'm saying she got that and then you could look at her face and you could tell that she's a, she's a fucked up individual you could just see it uh yeah I'm going to post this shit matter of fact I'm going to cut this little thing short this apple pie short and sweet you know what I'm saying I'm trying to keep up with all of my sports I hope everybody had a great weekend this weekend I don't know uh I know told y'all all types of stories going all around the world uh, this shit is crazy, though. Too many mass shootings. People with their guns once again. Every weekend, we have the same discussion. When is going to stop this one lady acts back in Chicago? All right. So, I already told you. A very smart gun reform thing. Yes, we can do that. But guess what? The streets are already flooded with a whole bunch of people with all types of guns. So... That's that's just one one tenth of the problem. You still got a whole bunch of different angles of issues that you got to try to tackle. So I don't know how these um, elected officials is gonna tackle this problem. I really don't know. But I'm gonna cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man Ben's forever thinking out loud. You already know what to do. Just follow me on Instagram. Type in the search engine box, Benji, that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You could do the same thing as well for TikTok, where I'm very most active on. Type in the search engine, box, Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B as in Bob, people. B as in Bob, all right? I'ma highlight at you later on another segment. Don't you dare worry, I'ma come right back, all right? The weather is changing, it's getting a little cold outside. Make sure you bundle warm and you wear the right attire to go out there in those streets and make that money so you can take care of your business ladies and gentlemen i'm going to holla at you later peace this is thinking out loud It's that horn night going to turn it up please them horn night going to turn it up please i'm in love with you going to turn it up please them horn night what you at the both day Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing good. And I really mean it. Salute. What's up? That's that Harlem thing. What's good, everybody? All right. A suspected thief tries to rob a Philadelphia convenience store. With, a deadly, with deadly results, police said the shooting appears to be in self-defense. An armed Philadelphia convenience store owner turned the tables on a masked and armed suspect who allegedly tried to rob the establishment. Philadelphia police say that a 28-year-old man wearing a face mask and gloves entered the Happy Day Food Market and Deli on the 1300 block of South 58th Street just after 10.30 p.m. on Wednesday. According to news sources, the suspect allegedly ducked behind the cash register and began taking money while pointing a gun at employees. An employee of the store described as a man in his early 20s pulled out his own firearm and fired multiple shots at the suspect. The gunfire struck the 28-year-old suspect in the torso and chest, according to news sources. The suspect was pronounced dead at the scene around 10.45 p.m. that night. The employee reportedly obtained firearms training and a license following the previous robbery at the convenience store. You can clearly see that there's money on the scene and you can clearly see that at least one of the 28-year-old pocket was stuffed with money, said Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Scott Small. News sources reported, we believe that that was the money that he was taken from the cash register during the robbery when he was shot by the store employee. At least one customer and two other employees were inside at the time of the alleged attempted robbery. The employee is reportedly cooperating with the police. Police recovered both the the victims and the suspects. Firearm allegedly wielded by the suspect. All right. So, no charges have been filed, and police said it appears to be a self defense. All right. So, they're investigating it, but they said it's a self defense. And plus, they got cameras in there. So, I don't know why they had to take his own um, weapon for it. but that doesn't make any sense. But I guess that's like whatever protocols that Philadelphia on um, the police got over there. I wouldn't like that, but, uh, this type of stuff happens all of the time. And they're talking about doing the country talking about doing some doggone uh, gun reform. And I see that's a very hard task to do. Gun reform? I don't I don't even understand how they're gonna go about it because everybody has a weapon. Alright? Everybody has a weapon. like not not everybody has a weapon, but the majority has a weapon, all right? That's the way you have to think about it. That's the way that you're going to have to go about it. That's the way ha- that you have to perceive it because everybody has a weapon in some way, you know? Basically, this is how I'm going to look at it. Half of the country has weapons, obtained weapons legally. And the other half of the country obtained weapons illegally. Get what I'm saying? So how are you gonna like rummage through that shit right there? Like how are you gonna figure that out? See what I'm saying? And then and then what if what if somebody has a, a legal firearm and they were actually protecting themselves? How the judicial system is gonna sort that out? That's my question right there. You gonna still throw him in jail after he was really protected? Let's say he was protecting others, you know? Let's just say it was hard for him to obtain a, a gun, and he just went and got it illegally, right? And then he get himself in a situation, him or her get himself in a situation, and they pro- he protected himself and others but his weapon is illegal, you know? How the judicial system is gonna short that? On? A lot of people people's gonna be like, man, that's not fair because, you know, so, okay, he got his weapon illegal, illegally. Maybe it was hard for him to get it illegal. He probably was going through financial burden, so it probably was difficult for him or her to legally get the weapon, so they went the other route and got the weapon illegally, and now they've got themselves in a situation. Like, that's that's the circumstances that I'm looking at right there. And that's the circumstances that i got to say on this microphone for other people to listen to. Because this situation can actually happen to any one of us. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, like I said, suspect, a suspected thief tries to rob a Philadelphia convenience store with deadly results police said the shooting appears to be in self-defense all right so we're gonna keep it moving you know what time it is this is thinking out loud with your man benz Pharrell. let's keep it going all right a texas doctor she was stabbed to death in broad daylight at a picnic table outside her home texas police haven't disclosed whether this was a hate crime but a muslim advocacy group says it's closely Monitoring this investigation, okay, a Texas doctor stabbed to death in broad daylight at a picnic table outside her home. A pediatrician was fatally stabbed at a picnic table outside her home in Conroe, Texas, Saturday by a 24-year-old assailant in what some fear may have been a hate crime, according to local media. Dr. Talit Jahan Khan, 52 years old, was sitting in the common area of the Alice apartment complex when Miles Friedrich Friedrich, allegedly knifed her repeatedly at about 12.30 midnight, all right, knifed her down. Mr. Miles Friedrich, a witness, told the local station that the mother of two had been sitting outside chatting on the phone with her dog nearby when the man came out of nowhere and attacked her in front of the neighbors and children. So sad, another witness, Matthew Amadar, told news sources that he heard the sound of children screaming and rushed outside with his sword and his phone.